0: going on guys welcome back to clocks on the stove your favorite sports podcast website dropping soon guys promised stay with us when we are in the works today we got a ufc 290 preview what a fire card international fight week a lot of chaos has gone in the making and creation of this card and there's a lot of chaos that will be seen on saturday that we are about to dive into but before we do that your usual host myself mr grayson fisher and with me Bro, in Fort Lauderdale, Lauderdale, Florida, Mr. Zachary Douglas Watts. Zach, before we dive into this card, I just got something very off topic to say. It just popped up on my Twitter. That's why I'm thinking about it. My favorite TikTok trend right now is the Grimace Shake. I love it. I watch everyone that comes on my feed. I love them. I think it is so smart. I don't know how it started or who started it. And it's definitely just skyrocketed the market for the actual shake itself. So, mcdonald I don't know if McDonald's had a partner or not, but McDonald's is happy it happened. That's all I got to say.
1: Yeah. Uh, I just know there was a Meat Canyon video of it. And I haven't seen it yet, but I kind of want to watch it because I just know. Oh, I yeah, did not know that. That's going to be I, fire. Yeah, they just made it. So, I want to check it out because I know Meat Canyon just likes to push the boundaries on everything. So, it's definitely going to be really like dark and twisted. Um, You know, I've been intrigued enough to kind of want to try it like i want to at least like give it a shot but every time i go under like when i get the mcdonald's ads for the grimace shake because obviously my phone hears me talking about it yeah yeah i like top of videos all and- right
0: guys your uh, next hour of ads on all your social apps is going to be the grimace shake yeah uh, you're welcome
1: but all the comments are just like tried it it sucked
0: yeah yeah it's terrible like, yeah i definitely do want to try it though
1: yeah people were saying like I was shitting for three days. <laughs> terrible. Never drinking it again. I'm going to kill myself.
0: Yeah, I saw a meme that was like a kid pulls up to the drive through and, and they're like, what do you want? And he goes, oh, you know what I want. And then he just plays sicko mode. And they're like, sir, that's not – we don't have that anymore. <laughs> yeah. you, know you
1: know what I'm here for. Yeah,
0: yeah but yeah, I just want to say big fan of the Grimace Shake. I honestly don't even know who Grimace was <clears throat> or is, but they're doing a great job with it. Also, another thing, all the ads on my Twitter for it are in Spanish. I only get Spanish Grimish ads on my Twitter. My Instagram and TikTok are English when all the ones on my Twitter are in Spanish. I don't know why, but they're all in Spanish.
1: You know, I always thought the funniest joke you could play on someone would be to go into their phone settings and change the language to like Japanese. So they have no fucking idea how to like access their phone anymore. Um, but then I was like, that may be a little too far. Would well, they learn the language? No, they wouldn't. You're a super villain. If I if I showed you Japanese, you there's no you, I could give you a fucking year with that phone. <laughs> you would
0: mem- you would just memorize what just, each yeah. thing does. You'd be like, ah oh, fuck. Me and Dana were talking about how none of our friends play piano, and we were like, dude, what if we just bullied a friend playing piano? He's like, that's the greatest villain arc story of all time. Like some <laughs> one of our friends, what? You know me when I had a piano in my house? Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. But, like, what if we just, like, we, we had a friend that's so prideful that we just shit on them all the time for not being able to play piano. They just become nasty at piano. And we're like, little did you know that's what we wanted the entire time? Yeah. We should have done that more with Mateo and his guitar. But yeah. Kind of- no, I do. I actually do do that with Mateo and the guitar. Yeah. That's because I wanted to play more.
1: Yeah. I mean, The thing is, no one likes that guy if you whip out the guitar at a party. Like, everyone's just like, oh, my God, bro. Yeah,
0: fuck that. No, no, no. All the guys are like, fuck that guy. All the girls are like, oh, my gosh.
1: Yeah. But then it's like Mateo, and you're like, nah, man, whip that shit up.
0: Yeah, I'm like, whoop it out. Whoop it yeah. out.
1: Yeah, normally normally girls are the ones saying, oh, can you play guitar for us? And then we're all, like, we show up to Mateo's house. We're like, yo, what the fuck, man?
0: Yeah, why aren't you playing guitar right now?
1: <laughs> yeah, like, you should be playing it 24-7. Fuck your job. You fire. Yeah.
0: Um, shout out, Mateo Marulier. Let's dive into this card. I think we both agree the first fight to start with is definitely Jack De La- Oh, excuse me. UFC 290, Volkanovski versus Jair Rodriguez for the featherweight title of the world. Our coming event, Brandon Moreno versus alexander alexander pantoja i think that's how you pronounce it um stacked card great card like we said a lot of things fill out of pocket um with it but it is what it is uh where is this card zach i don't know actually this doesn't make me sound stupid
1: um it's a great question
0: <laughs> what uh, very bad job on our part yeah we probably should have done a, a little bit of homework all right, it is um great as it doesn't fucking tell. Oh, it's in Las Vegas, T Mobile, and it's the OG. It's in the OG spot. Okay. Um. Yeah, it's going to be an awesome card. Uh, prelim is going to be good, but I just want to start off with the first one that we're definitely going to dive into. And that's our second to last prelim, which would be on ABC at eight o'clock. Jack Della Madeliana, however the hell you say his last name. Um, fighting at welterweight, he's fourteen two and zero. He's fighting Josiah Harrell. So he was originally supposed to fight Sean Brady. Sean Brady's only loss in the UFC was Bilal Muhammad, which was October twenty second. Um, Sean Brady has a very bad knee injury, pulled out last second. I want to I want to check this before I say it, just to make sure I don't sound insane. Okay, yeah. So Jack Melendona, whatever the hell his name is, how do you say it? Madalena. Madalena. Jack Della Madalena. Okay. He has not left the first round in five UFC fights. He's 5-0 in the UFC and has not left the first round.
1: Well, we might be following that same trend because if you look up the fight on Google and you click, like, the tail of the tape, they don't even have a height or reach listed for Josiah Harrell. Like, they just don't give a fuck. They're just like, well, couldn't get him Sean Brady, but we got to keep him on this card, so...
0: Yeah, and this is where there's a lot of, um... This is where there's a lot of controversy, Zach, is that there were guys that were had numbers next to their name, you know, ranked guys or, like, high-level guys that said they would have taken this fight, and instead, this is the fight that's given, and you have to look at it like, do you, do, you, do you blame Jack or do you blame the UFC? One of the two parties purposely gave him or wanted an easy fight to keep his name alive because he's an up-and-coming Australian star, and they definitely want his hype chain to keep going. Um, because there was guys I wanted to fight him, and this is who they gave. They gave him a guy that's never even fought in the UFC. They're signing him just to get mauled. Um, and like you said, yeah, they're gonna keep this trend going. Oh, now he's six and oh with six first round finishes, you know. So it's just like I I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I I mean, I just think they could have definitely gotten a better match for the card, but it's kind of a little obvious to UFC's kind of leaning towards Jack and they wanted to maul this guy.
1: Yeah. I'm definitely on the same train of thought where I just think they're building this hype train. You know, there's no need to kind of kill it. If you got a guy that's a good fighter in your organization, like why completely, I don't want to say fuck them over. Cause at the same time as a fighter, you have to be pre- prepared to fight anyone. Like there's no excuse in there, but you know, we've kind of evolved as a sport where you've gotten to the point where when you know your opponent, like anyone can be anyone, any given night, it's whose game plan is more effective. Like, you got to let these guys – because, like, if you trained for, I don't know, I don't know how long his fight camp maybe be, what, like, six weeks, five, six weeks? eight weeks, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Like, if you're training for a wrestler and then that guy pulls out and then they sign you to fight the best striker in the organization right after, like, you're going to be, like, off. Fuck. Like, like obviously, you're still going to go into it thinking you're going to win, but at the same time, like, that's not – the cards aren't being dealt in your favor in that, at that point. You're kind of already at a disadvantage. Not to say that that's an excuse or that it should be an excuse, but, you know, for sake of training, like, you go through camps for a reason. You have film for a reason. Like, you do these things for a process. Like, it's not just, oh, yeah, I signed a contract. I don't give a shit. I'll just show up the night of the fight and just fight whoever. Like, if you think bulk or any of the champs are doing that, you're out of your mind. Or anyone in the, any ranked fighter, honestly, at any
0: organization is doing that, you're out of your mind. So, I, I think also there's a factor of them dick riding the Aussies. Cause I mean, on this card, you have Shannon Ross, Aussie, Jimmy Crute, Aussie, Jack, Aussie, Dan Hooker, Aussie, Robert Whitaker, Aussie, Alexander Volkanovsky, Aussie. Why
1: so, not it's high, kind of like
0: why not New Zealand. And that's why I don't understand. It's weird. They, 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 it's not a bad thing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's just weird that they loaded the card with Australians when it's in, in America. You know, you think it'd be the opposite, but they really are attacking that, I think Jack's good. I'm not here to shit on Jack. I'm not here to say anything bad. I mean, he's 5-0 in the UFC with five first-round finishes. You're obviously very fucking good at fighting people. Yeah. But I do think it would have been a little different if he fought Sean Brady. He obviously wasn't going to take Sean Brady out in the first round, let's be real. Um, but props to him. He's staying fighting. He's fighting. He didn't know who they were going to give him So to, to our knowledge. But, yeah, I don't know. That's all I really got to say about that. I do think he's going to get a first-round finish, though.
1: Yeah. Um, before we move on to the rest of the card, I just want to point out a couple of these fights. Um, cause I was, as I was reading through it, like for some reason fights were like in my mind and I couldn't figure out why. So the Jimmy crew, Alonzo Manafield fight, they just fought each other. Their last fight. Wait, really? Yeah. And it was a draw. It was the fight I told you about where they both looked like really shitty.
0: Oh yes. No, I watched this. This was, I, I did watch this fight.
1: Yeah. It Those was
0: just out like in the first round. Yeah,
1: it was just very sloppy, and, like, it just ended up being a draw. It wasn't, like, it was entertaining. Like, I, I won't lie, like, it was entertaining, but at the same time, from a technical standpoint, like, this these guys just aren't the best of the best. It wasn't that
0: card in – that card was in Australia. UFC- yeah, the Volkanovski card.
1: Was it UFC 284? Yes. All right, so what's actually happening is we're just in the Matrix. Um, no, and- I not remember watching it. I, I think I was
0: with your brother. I think your brother was in town or maybe I'll you. I watched it at prime time. Dana was with me and there was a Watts. It was either you or it was either your brother. Okay. And I remember watching it. Like, how do you fight in your home country? And this is how out like under like out like, oh, no, it was Cho. It was Cho. We were like, how, how do you fight in your home country? Like, you know, it's happening. You do a whole camp and everything and you're that out of shape and you're in the UFC.
1: Bro. Not only that on that same 284 card. Jack Dalam uh Madalena also fight on and that he, card. He knocked out Randy Brown. Yeah. A year also fought on that card. Um, who else from the same Bull. card? Um Bulk. Oh yeah, Bulk, but we already said him. Um Rob Whitaker. Oh no, but that was supposed to be when Rob was supposed to fight Paula. Also... Yeah, and it got canceled. And then I wanna say, is there any more? Nope, that was it. Yeah, but kind of weird. I mean it makes sense just because like most guys take the same amount of time off before they come back and obviously like injuries and shit happens, but to have like four or five of the same fighters that were already on that card previous, you're just like, let's just roll
0: it back out. Yeah. Keep, well, it was such a good card. They were probably like, yo, it's, just, it's international fight week. We need to make a banger.
1: Yeah. And then this time they were like, all right, but let's put that banger in America. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I don't really have much to say about that fight. Personally, I thought it was very sloppy the first time around. If anything, I think Jimmy Cruz is probably going to get it done this time around. Um, Some other early prelims, if you guys are diehard fans Mm -hmm. or just happen to have it on your TV that you should watch out for. Um, Cameron Simon, who's undefeated in the UFC, is an early prelim fight. He's taking on Terrence Mitchell, which should be a really good test for him. Uh, I like him a lot. He was originally supposed to fight Christian Rodriguez, um, but I believe Christian Rodriguez had an injury and had to pull out. And then... On the prelims, yeah, that was it. I think that was the only other one I was looking at. Yeah, because that one got canceled. And then, well, the
0: main prelim, our main prelim.
1: Oh yeah, well, we're gonna get to that one, obviously, which is Robbie Lawler and Nico Price. Now, we've already had this discussion before. Um, our issue with it, look, I, both these guys are vets in the UFC. I don't think they're. I don't think their like popularity has diminished to the point of being put as a headliner for a prelim car. I still think these guys can sell tickets on the pay-per-view level. However, I understand from a business position, how smart it is to have these guys as the last prelim fight before you start your pay-per-view. Cause that does sell really well. Um, but having the same situation again, where you have them fighting below the next fight we'll talk about, which is Bo Nichols fighting a nobody. Like it just does, it doesn't, like I can't agree with it like it just doesn't make sense to me business perspective wise I understand it but like my brain understands it my heart doesn't like I just I don't like seeing it like that and you know with Nico Price we just saw him the other day um shout out Muhammad Muhammad Curry um his favorite fighter yeah <laughs> um for those of you that don't understand that joke essentially Grayson's last fight, we were backstage like all like warming up and whatever and nico price was there because i believe he was uh one yeah, of the fighters they
0: had a couple uh they had a couple guys from his camp on the on the card
1: yeah so he had a couple guys from his camp on the card and he was backstage and one of uh, our guys um who fights at kaizen he we were all sitting there we're like oh my god like there's billy corntillo and there's nico price and then as like nico price is like walking towards this Muhammad curry just goes dude you're my favorite fighter <laughs> <laughs> Kind of like looked at him
0: like really <laughs> yeah, he's he's like, like, all right, man, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, like Nico-, no, Nico Price was mad cool. honestly, this is a battle of like two awesome guys. Yeah. Um, Nico Price, super cool dude. He took a picture with all of us, talked with all of us, shot the shit with all of us, super cool. Robbie Lawler, too, and like everyone that sees him at Jay Alexander's. I used to work there, and like guys I know that I trained with him. Like, he's such a humble, like awesome, fucking nice dude. This is Robbie Lawler's first time being on the prelims. Like not the main, not the main card since his UFC debut in 2002, so that's something that's crazy. It's his retirement fight. He wasn't trying to make people know about that. He wanted just to fight and didn't do it after. But somebody broke the news. That's just to show his character how humble he is. Exactly. Been in two of the greatest UFC fights of all time, fighting Carlos Condit, it was split decision, and Robbie Lawler that fifth round finish. Excuse me, fighting Robbie Lawler fought Corey McDonald in that fifth round finish. Yeah. Yeah. Nico Price is known for bangers of fights. This is going to be a banger. Yeah. They're two vets. They're going to stand in the middle, and they're going to exchange. Um, what a send-off fight for Robbie. And I, I just – I don't see how anything bad can come out of this. They're two awesome dudes. They they both love the brawl, and they'll probably grab a beer after the fight. If I had to give my pick, I'm going to – I think Robbie wins it in his retirement fight. I think so. I think Nico's good. I'm not saying Nico's bad. I just think Robbie – it's his retirement fight. It's his last one. He's going to make it ugly, and I think he's going to win.
1: I'm going to have to disagree only because I've, I can't remember the
0: last time a guy won his
1: retirement fight. I just, back <laughs> though. I can't, like, I, I physically can't. It, I'm not saying it's going to be his fight like it was with, um, oh what's his name? Who's the guy? The Cuban Missile Cuban Missile Crisis, Barbara, Ryan Barbarena.
0: Brian, no, that's not, that's not, that's not the Cuban Missile Crisis, but yeah, um, Barbarena.
1: Yeah, like that fight, like where I thought Rob was going to win, I don't think it's going to be like that. I think they're going to both put on a war, but I just think Nico, like, he doesn't have the retirement on his shoulders. Like he doesn't have like, I feel like once you announce your retirement, you have so much else on your mind. And obviously like, this is just speculation because I've never retired from fighting or have I fought before. So I can't really say like never
0: retired from anything.
1: Yeah. I've never retired. Uh, I did retire from collegiate baseball. Um, Very fast.
0: Yeah, retired.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I play slosh ball on occasion. <laughs> yeah, I, I come out every once in a while, but it's one of those like charity softball events. Um, yeah. They should have a charity fights.
0: They do awesome. charity boxing matches.
1: Yeah, but I mean, like, Zuck, style, Zuck, Elon Musk style, where it's just like, you you just, you have celebrities talking, like, imagine
0: if Chris Rock would have fought Will Smith at, like, the peak of that whole shit. That would have sold out. Celebrity, if Celebrity Smackdown, or Celebrity Beatdown, or Celebrity whatever that was, that old cartoon show on, on Adult Swim. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. They, they would have had a blast with that. They would have had a blast with that. Yeah.
1: I, mm. You know, since we're on the topic, if I could speculate any like celebrity fight that I would want to see, um I think I'd want to see Joe Rogan. Oh, who would, I, who would I think is a good matchup for him, though?
0: Shit. Who's like someone I really don't I would like. want to see The Rock fight Michael J. White. Michael J. White would beat the shit out of him. That's why I think it'd be awesome. <laughs> I think it'd be fucking sick.
1: I think Michael J. White versus Joe Rogan would be a little more entertaining.
0: Uh, Michael J. White whoop Joe Rogan's ass. Yeah, he whoop his ass.
1: What if it was? A, what if it was like a leg kick competition? Michael J. White would win. You think? Michael J. White's a bad motherfucker, dude. Yeah, But just leg kicks, like they just stand each other and like it's like slap fighting, but they just leg kick the shit out of each other.
0: That would sell better than slap fighting, I think.
1: Yeah, you just like because like no one gets like I mean I'm not saying you don't get seriously hurt from leg kicks like don't don't get me wrong here. Um, I think professional thumb wrestling would do better than slap fighting. Um, personally, I think I could be a world champion um, in thumb war wrestling.
0: Oh, you like know. that? You think you like that? I like that. Now, if you're counting all that bullshit, like,
1: oh my gosh, making a hole,
0: or like some bullshit, <laughs> You're doing a straight up, mono-y mono y
1: mono, y thumb. Hate my fucking hand down. And watch me fucking Max Holloway that shit just all up in your ass. Like, just
0: damn, we gotta, we're gonna have, uh, let, let's, 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 let's pin this idea. Let's have a, uh, Clocks on the Still charity thumb wrestling tournament.
1: Yeah. I, honestly, every guest we have on the pod in person, they have to, they have to thumb
0: wrestle us. I like that. No, I'm, I'm, not, like I'm not claiming to be good at it. So not, there's no us, it's a you. Okay.
1: Me. Yeah. Uh, I would probably go to prison though if I like accidentally broke like Dane Belton's thumb. Like, no, no,
0: just not, they sign a waiver. I'm not gonna make. Not we're not gonna make any of our pro athletes out of waiver. They're gonna be like, like, dude, can we get your autograph? And it's just like dude. all right, yeah, we own your soul now. <laughs> yeah, you're you have to get clocks tatted. On yeah. These. Anyways, let's move back on to the card. Um, a fight that's been at a lot of controversy it was mm-hmm. supposed to be the opening fight of the pay-per-view, it was supposed to be Bo Nickel versus Trishon Gore. It's now Bo Nickel versus Val Woodburn. Listen, Bo Nickel is gonna win either fight. Shout out Val Woodburn, he's a fucking Florida boy. Uh, he, all of his fights are at a combat night which is a pro show in Florida awesome show we have five Kaisen guys fighting on it on July 29th um, you know this guy was originally supposed to fight on the contender series in a couple weeks pulled him out now to fight this fight obviously you're gonna fucking say yes to this um, and Bo Nickel was now the largest be- uh, uh, favorite in UFC history at minus 2,800 dude look I want everything in the world for this Val Woodburn kid but th- there's just like there's levels there's there's fucking levels
1: here here's what bothers me when the fight got announced my twitter was immediately flooded with like highlights about woodburn and look i'm all yeah, too, to too. It. but it's one of those things where like people are just false hyping up someone to be like oh well he's got a puncher's chance like yeah everyone has a puncher's chance but if you were to tell anyone in the fucking world hey uh do you want to get off off your couch in five days and fight arguably one of the greatest college wrestlers of all time uh you'd probably be like fuck no but at the same time yeah but val like at the same time like you may only get one chance to ever fight in the ufc and you know this is like a proven opportunity for him so i'm really happy for him
0: they're definitely like look take this and we're going to give you someone that's actually your level your next ufc fight like they're definitely not fucking him
1: yeah not at all um (laughs) which you know i i respect you know you you got to take what you're you got to take what you're given like you can't really be upset when life gives you lemons and you don't have sugar packets like sorry your lemonade sucks bro like it's just how it is um i can't really that, yeah. like that. Mm, yeah. that was good like that um unfortunately bo has all the sugar
0: and, yeah no he has a gallon of sugar going um, he this. has a
1: monopoly of sugar um in this fight um like when you play monopoly he just has all the sugar packets like when you ask for coffee at a restaurant bo's just in the back with your sugar cat you
0: know, the thing is though it just makes me hate bo that much more
1: And it's not even already
0: fighting. I know, but fuck him, bro. You're already fighting tin cans, and now you're fighting a guy that's never fought in the UFC. And like, for you guys that don't know, Bo sucks. Like, Bo's a fucking asshole in real life. Like, he's playing the cards right for the UFC. But people that person that I know that actually met him and know him, he's a dickhead. (laughs) Yeah, can he beat my ass? (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, good for him, Bo. Not a thumb war though, bitch. Doesn't change the fact. No, he would kill you in a thumb war doesn't change the fact that he's still a dickhead though. And it just it's just like it just build they're building up the hype train, throwing them nobodies, and like shout out the UFC it's smart because the whole wrestling world's fucking following Bo, but like fuck him, you know? That's all I gotta say. He's gonna he's gonna kill this guy first round, but fuck him. Honestly, like where
1: even after this fight, where do you even go with Bo? what do you what do you give him next are you gonna give him a huge jump in competition and be like oh he's ready for like the top shit like
0: oh no dude he has negative striking they're gonna wait years until he fights somebody big
1: yeah like they're but like they need to give him like i feel like they're gonna fuck up and give him the same shit like who did we who did we watch fight at the adesanya Pereira? who was raul oh raul yeah like you're you're gonna accidentally give him a guy who has great takedown defense and that knows how to keep yeah, it. Mid- there's
0: no one, there's no one in the in the UFC middleweight division that's not Robert Whitaker that could stop his wrestling. Yes, this is true. So then there's guys that can that can weather it down and then whoop his ass. Like I think Costa, he could take him down once or twice and that's it. And then I think he'd be done. But when it he will get a single takedown on every single person in the UFC middleweight division other than Rob Whitaker. And he probably would. Not nah, because Yoel couldn't take down Rob, yes or no. But
1: do you think Yoel is a better wrestler than Bo Nickel?
0: Uh credentially, he's the Olympic silver medalist.
1: This is true. Yoel is also uh
0: a genetic freak. I so. think you all is so fucking overrated though. Yeah. Um I have a His, though, his yeah. last fight was so boring. Yeah, but anyways, let's move on with that. We both agree Bo Nickel is gonna kill. The next fight's very fun because it was supposed to happen. Dan Hooker broke his wrist, I think it was, and then they replaced it with a Gamrot, which was also a good fight. Jalen Turner versus Dan Hooker. Um, Jalen Turner coming in at 13-6-0. He just lost to Gamrot. Dan Hooker coming in at 22-12-0. He just won against that fucking boot scooting guy. Well, um Dan Hooker went down to feather 45, came back up to 55. Jalen Turner is probably the biggest 55er that ever walked the planet at 6-3. Yeah. We got minus 270 for Jalen Turner, plus 220 for D- Dan Hooker. Zach, start us off. What do you think about this one?
1: Yeah. um, Just based off Jalen Turner's last performance, you know, what he did against Gamrod, you know, shout out to Gamrod. Dude's got a chin of steel and just did what you're supposed to do as a wrestler. You know, if you get clipped, just shoot. Shoot the takedown because at least you can stall time to kind of like regain your confidence, your composure, like get your finger.
0: Turner, Turner won the fight, lost the game.
1: Yeah. Like it, It's how it is, bro. Like that this is why like wrestling is like the most dominant, like martial art, in my opinion. Like there's just it's even if you're on the defensive, like in striking, counter-striking, which is a defensive style towards the striking game, you can still win that way. You can't win a fight defensive wrestling. You can't stuff a man shots and win a fight. Like if you just stuffed 85 shots, you're probably not gonna win the fight. Like there's just no way around it like it's just how it is because like other than that you're so what you 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 put your hips in his face like he 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 licked your dick a little bit so what they're not going to be like oh you lost but you know back to the fight uh first i have to take this shot just because uh it always bothers me every time i see damn hooker's leg sleeves um i die a little
0: inside it is cringy and he's got the slim shady hair now
1: yeah. Um is
0: it you that doesn't fuck with him or is it Daner? Someone someone I'm friends with does not fuck with him because he talks me. so much. Yeah. He me. talks bro, bro, bro. So I used to be a huge, huge Dan Hooker fan. I opened your eyes. As he started getting as he started getting more popular and he started getting a platform, he's such a douchebag, bro. Yeah, bro. Like oh. such a douchebag. By the way, I I don't know if I just didn't notice this.
1: And maybe I'm just tripping, but has he always had that thick of an Aussie accent? Yeah, he's always he's always has. Cause in his latest interview, when I heard him talking, I was like, dude, is this guy getting like the
0: McKenzie Dern treatment where he just like No no but he's actually on oh, Spit all in the outback. <laughs> <laughs> like, geez, no, man. I'll give him credit where credit's due though. He's a dog, he's never ran from a fight and he's very fun to watch. And dude, like during COVID, he had to fucking wait two weeks when he got home quarantined before he could see his kid and his wife. He's a savage. Love him. Much respect to him. Um, but I think Jalen Turner is the next thing. I think he's I think he's up and coming, dude. I think Jalen Turner is up and coming in this he's division. In like, he's got that John Jones type of yeah, like. He's of very wow. fucking hard to fight stylistically unless you're a wrestler. And even then, Gamera, like, if you give Jalen Turner a full camp, he might not lose that fight. Yeah. You know? And, and he's on short notice because of Dan Hooker's broken wrist.
1: And let's look at – hold on. I'm going to look at Jalen Turner really quick. I want to look at some of those past fights because – you know, going into it, I kind of knew he was, he was on to... a
0: five. He was on a five-fight win streak going into the Gamrod fight.
1: Yeah, but, yeah. you know, you look at the fights before that, fought Brad Riddell, fought Jamie Malarkey, fought um, Uros M- my Dick, um,
0: He's good. Yeah.
1: Um, Joshua Gulliba, and then Tiago Moises. like, guys that, like, no offense, their wrestling just isn't on the level of Gamrot. Like, he just had never seen... And, dude, Gamrot's wrestling is... Unreal. Like, he did unreal.
0: murder Brad Vidal, though.
1: Yeah, but that's why it was kind of unfair because it's like, dude, you didn't even like set him up to be like, hey, let's give you a, let's give you someone whose primary style is wrestling, who like is gonna at least put you to the test, wrestling wise. They were just straight like, oh, we're gonna throw you to one of the best wrestlers in the division, and you've never really had to like prove that before.
0: Yeah, you but I, I don't, I don't blame anyone there. I, I think Turner wanted it. Gamer was like, "I'll take it." And Turner was like, "Let's fucking dance." Like, I think, I think it was just one of those things that just sucks. Like, it's just one of those situations that sucks. But yeah. I don't think it hurt his ranking. I don't think people saw that fight and like Turner's out of it. No, I think he's fine. He's five and one in his last six, and that was a fucking super close fight. And, and Gambrell,
1: uh, yeah, now he knows where to improve. Like his yeah, game exactly. is actually going to get better because of that yeah, fight. But it
0: also, it, uh, truthfully, and now let's listen, listen. Okay, so you can't completely say this, but. You could say that if he had a full camp, he could have beaten Gamrot's wrestling. But at the same time, if you gave Gamrot a full camp, who knows what happened. You know, they both were on short camp for that fight uh, because uh, of that. I,
1: th- I would throw my money again to say if you would have given Jalen Turner a camp, he had a better chance of winning than if Gamrot had a full camp. Damn. I'll say that at least. I'll say that because the way Turner was striking against Gamrot, it looked like Gamrot was like two, like two speeds slower. Yeah, like
0: it- he would eat it and then just shoot and fucking grab him and take him down.
1: Yeah, And, like, credit to him, like, did the right thing. But at the same time, like, that was more of his, like, instincts coming out. Like, it was a battle of instincts, and I, I'm going to give it to the wrestler and the instinct department just because, like – I'm
0: not knocking Gamrod. He did exact, he took the fight on, like, what, three weeks? He did exactly what he had to do to win the fight. Yeah. But I just do think – I think Jalen Turner's – I'm on the Jalen Turner wave, 100%.
1: Yeah. I think Dan Hooker is going to get beaten. Like, I, I mean, it's going to be really entertaining. Like, these guys are going to trade strikes, like – I don't think it's going to be an early stoppage. Um, And by early stoppage, I mean, like, not in, like, the first round. I I could see it getting stopped late in the second, probably in the third. I'm leaning more towards third just for the sake of, like, I want to watch a really enjoying fight between high-class strikers. Um, But at the same time, I think Jalen Turner is only going to get better. Like, that – I think he's a dog, honestly.
0: Yeah, I like I like Jalen Turner a lot. I'm a big fan. And he's a cool dude, too.
1: Yeah. By the way, did you see that prank video that involved him?
0: Yeah, but it's fake.
1: Well, whether he like? It was like choking the guy on the elbow? The
0: guy's done that before with other UFC fighters.
1: Yeah, I just think it's funny. Like, who in your right mind would you like go up to a six-three guy and you're like, "Yeah, I'm gonna tell this you're guy."
0: Surrounded him. with a bunch of buff dudes with cauliflower ear.
1: Yeah, like that didn't that didn't ring any bells. That didn't set off your like Darwin Darwinism in your yeah, mind.
0: Yeah, it, it was all fake.
1: Yeah. I mean, my Darwinism, the only time my Darwinism really took off is when uh, Robbie Lawler came into Jay's and I was like delivering food to his table and I wasn't looking at him, but I could feel his stare. I felt like a I felt like a deer in the wild when like they can tell there's an animal hunting them, but they can't see it. So they're just like,
0: Did you feel up. like a fucking beta, bitch.
1: I did feel like a beta bitch. Like a a fry, a fry like fell off the plate onto the table. And I thought for sure I was going to get clipped with the nastiest elbow of my entire life. I thought I was just going to be game over. He doesn't blink. He's just. No. So this is how he was sitting. This is how he was sitting. So he was at the booth. He's wearing flip flop shorts and a t shirt to like Jay's. Like it's supposed to be like a nice. And he's sitting, legs all the way stretched out, arms crossed. And he's staring, like not at the ceiling, but just like out in the space. And I like come come by and he's like, your food's ready. And all I see out of the corner of my eyes. Is... <laughs> and he's just stare. Like, I-, I can tell he's just staring into my soul. And I'm like, I'm like, does he? I'm like,
0: I'm, <laughs> I'm like, not doing it. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, I traded American Safety. I was like, please. Oh, uh, it's fucking <laughs> up. But yeah, uh, you know, it is sad that he's retiring, but he's gotta go. he's not on a good hot street right now. Yeah. Anyways, this next fight I feel like has been talked about the most out of any fight on this card personally is Robert Whitaker fighting Dreykus Duplessis. Robert Whitaker 25-6-0. Drew Plessis 19-2-0. Robert Whittaker's the favorite. Minus 380. Drew Plessis at 300. They already announced the winner of this fight will fight Israel Adesanya. Yes, sir. Yes. Um, I don't know, Zach. What do you think?
1: I, I'm more so mad that like when we say this fight's getting talked about a lot, I feel like it's more in the context that people keep bringing up the like Israel Adesanya and Drikus duplessis like training that they had done prior to it. And I don't want to add a lot to it, but just to give you guys some context, um, apparently they had trained before and Drikus like whooped his ass uh, in the wrestling department and uh, no shit. The only problem is when you get into an octagon with the guy is he's not going to wrestle you. So I think that was all bullshit. I don't know why people were like, Overlooking Rob because no matter what, Jerkus is not winning this fight. I don't, I don't care. Like everyone has a puncher's chance, um, but if I had to throw money on any fight on this card, it's going to be on Rob Whitaker. The what he did to Marvin Vittori his last fight and how he's fought since his Adesanya loss, the dude is the dude is the next best thing in the division. He just like
0: I wish Robert Whitaker has not lost to someone whose name isn't Israel Adesanya since two thousand and nine.
1: Yeah. And what makes me more mad, and I'm glad it worked out the way it did. Um, because the fact that they didn't get if they would have given Alex Pereira or Pereira to Robert Whitaker, I think Robert Whitaker would have won. I
0: think he killed him. I think he takes him down and drowns him.
1: Yeah, I think he would just would have wrestled fucking the whole time and then there would have been no excuse. But the problem is that would have killed the hype train for the rematch. And I'm glad it did happen because we would have never gotten to our moment yeah. uh at UFC Miami. So you know, everything happens for a reason. Not mad about it. But Rob will get his chance again. And Rob will not disappoint. I don't know if he... I think Rob beats him. Uh, that's where I'm putting my money.
0: That second fight was like... He it just was... got caught. He got caught. If he, he doesn't get dropped in the first round, he wins that fight. Yeah. Like, oh my God. I I,
1: I need to see it. And, you know, I... Like, Rob's last fight against Marvin Vittori was the definition of an asshole. Like, if you want to know
0: technical striking ever,
1: he literally made Marvin Vittori go to Thailand to learn how to fucking kick because he was so pissed off. He was like, I'm fucked. Dude, it's
0: crazy because the first, after the first round, there's like a whole TikTok breakdown on it. Robert Whitaker doesn't move backwards. He learns the distance of the fucking punches. And Vittori's throwing and Rob's just staying there because they're not touching him. They're just going like, yeah. Land, comes back, doesn't move because the Tory can't even get he can't even get to him. He can't even get in his range. Yeah.
1: And it wasn't even like Rob had to stuff any takedowns because he kept him at such a good range that he was like, you can shoot, but you know you're not going to get it. He's yeah. like, you he's like, you're you're just gonna end up in the map. And then it killed me even more because I'm literally watching Marvin. I'm like, dude, if I'm Marvin's coaches in this fight, I would kill myself. Yeah. Like I'd be like, there's nothing you can tell. Cause they're doing everything you want him to. He just can't compete. Like he's just – like Rob is leagues above you right now. And that – like that's what it is. Like Rob is a
0: ga- – Rob is the ultimate gatekeeper right now.
1: Yeah, Ultimate gatekeeper.
0: Like the gatekeeper. And, and I know you, you shouldn't do three fights in a row if it's, not a re- if it's not a win-win. But there's just no way you don't give it to Rob. He's cleaned the division. This is the second time doing it. Um, He's just a dog. You know, the story going into this fight is like is Plessis the next guy or is Rob, you know, going to prove that he's big daddy? uh, they're both giving each other a lot of respect. Duplessis is like, yeah, dude, Rob's a dog. Like, like he's very fucking good. And Rob said, it's the hardest fight of his entire career. So they're giving each other the respect. It's more of the media that's kind of making their own narrative on the fight because of the Duplessis says he's South African, but he's not South African. And he's trained with Izzy, you know, like they're, they're kind of forcing him to be a villain, but towards each other, they've been super polite and respectful. I think it's going to be the exact same way as the Vittori fight. I think, uh, Duplessis is gonna go in there. He's 5-0 in the UFC. By the way, we've got to add that. I think he's gonna go in there. He's gonna give a decent first round, and then Rob's gonna fucking calculate and pull the numbers and do fucking Sokotoa, and it's gonna be over and he's gonna whoop his ass. Um also du- Duplessis hasn't beaten fucking anybody, dude. Yeah. I mean, he beat Derek Brunson, knocked him out, but Derek Brunson was old as. Derrick Brunson. Also- had One win in the in the middleweight division. Brad Tavares, who I don't even think is in the UFC anymore. Um, who else is there? Brunson likes to block a lot of shots with his face. That's the problem. So probably why he didn't win that. There's just not he hasn't really fought nobody. And I, I do think he's good. I mean, he's 19 and 2, 8 and 1 with KOs, 10 and 1 with submission. So 18 of his 19 wins are finished. The only one that was not was Brad Tavares. So he's a dog. I just I, – Robert Witter because if he beats Israel DeSantis, he's the best middleweight of all time. So it's just like I don't think that there's any shot he has. Him. I, not yet. I Do no, I think Drew Plus can come back? Yeah, he's 29. He's got plenty of time. But I just think Rob's the reaper, man. He's the fucking Bobby Knuckles. Bobby Knuckles. Well, the only thing that
1: bothers me about Rob is Rob hits hard. He just – he never gets any finishes. It, he I, really I d- doesn't. I don't know. And it was so funny because in that conference, he goes, people don't realize I hit fucking hard. He goes, people just don't drop. He's like, I don't get it. And like, look, man, shit happens. Like, you just don't catch a guy the right way. Like, it is what it is. I've seen people get knocked out being on top mount in amateur fights. Like, shit happens in fighting. Um, I will say Duplassus does have knockout power if he does clip him. Um, Duplassus
0: is not knocking out Robert Whitaker.
1: But that's the thing. Like, is he... Got one shot and made yeah. it count. Dr- Drakus is nowhere near on the level of yeah, Izzy.
0: Yoel Romero couldn't do it, bro. He's not doing it.
1: Yeah, sorry. Like Drakus, you have your life ahead of you. You're just right place, wrong time.
0: Yeah, I think this is. I think. I think this is Robert Whitaker's chance to prove. Like, give me Izzy. Like, I fucking want Izzy. You know. No, I think I, it's gonna be a good fight too. I don't think it's gonna be a shitty fight. Yeah. I no. always Rob it. always knows how to entertain.
1: I've never seen Rob, like Rob will outclass people, but he doesn't bully anyone. Like I've never seen him just completely dominate a fight in a sense where it was like, damn, I don't even want to watch this. Like, this is bad. Like when he was classing Marvin, I'm like, dude, this is just masterclass. Like this is yeah. perfect. But he never like, he never does anything where it just seems like, Oh man, like he's just taking advantage of this guy's weakness. He's like, nah, I'm better at you than this. So I'm going to be even you.
0: there. Even when he fought Jared Cannon, it was the same way. It was like, Jared Cannonier is too strong for him and he dropped him twice. Dropped him. Dropped him. Just so Rob does, man. The Reaper for a reason. Fucking great, humble, like nice man, dude. Oh, I love him.
1: By the way, his greatest quote of all time is when they asked him, Would you fight a woman? And he was like, Fuck
0: yeah. <laughs> you the fuck out of a woman. That's awesome. Our co main event, which is, I feel like this fight hasn't been talked about at all. I actually forgot it was on this card until the other day. Uh, UFC Flyweight World Championship, Brandon Moreno coming in at 21, 6 and 2, defending his title against Alexander Pantoja coming in at 25, 5 and 0. Moreno is your favorite at 210. Pantoja is at uh, plus 175. Listen, these guys fought uh, a couple years ago. Pantoja got the best of Moreno. Pantoja's, dude, he's kind of a fucking fought everyone Alex Perez, Brandon Roval. Uh, Manuel Cape, Askar Askarov, Matt Chanel, Devin Figueroa, um uh, Brandon Moreno, like he's fucking the suits fought a lot of people who's been in the UFC since 2017. Um, he's on a 3 fight win streak. 4 and 1 in his last 5. Guy's good, dude. He's good. He's 33 so this is definitely his last shot. Brandon Moreno still a young guy, 29. Uh Brandon Moreno, dude, let's talk about him. I feel like this doesn't get talked about enough. First of all, he's a dog. Super nice, humble guy. First Mexican world champion. But, dude, he's had, like, five different fucking coaches. Because, um, uh, you know, he finally got with James Krause. They beat Figueroa. They're like, James Kraus is our guy. You can't train with James Krause anymore. So, it's just, like, Oop. a lot. For, by the way, super sad about that. I was a huge James Krause fan. I think that's so fucked. But, um, yeah, dude, it's just. Go ahead and tell the story with James Krause again, just so our fans know. It was somehow or another. They said that he, him and his team were betting on fights because they live saw the result before like they went through on the thing so they were doing that and they were like betting on fighters and stuff that i don't know if any of it was proven i just i don't actually know the extent to it
1: was um, kraus is the same guy that um if i'm not mistaken knew his fighter was injured and didn't announce it
0: and then that's the guy that's why they said that's what opened up the investigation
1: yeah which by the way really stupid like we
0: don't know if that's true we don't that there's no actual proof on that
1: no proof but at the same time like i i feel like you have to be like you have to have done something like obvious enough for someone to be like hmm like because the fact that the odds dropped right before the fight and he had already like bet like that like and there was a bet placed that was like for a a lump sum of money like that's kind of like
0: like, all I know is I like James Cross a lot. I think he's a fucking his, his MMA mindset's amazing. He's a mistake. intelligent coach, shit happens. Um, but yeah, I did like him a lot. He talked to Vince about him all the time, actually. But this fight's gonna be fun. The thing I like about this fight is it's very similar to the Devis and Figueroa fight. Is these guys are high level scramblers. They scramble like crazy. They're one twenty five guys with great grappling, and they they fight MMA. It's not like striking now we're wrestling now we're grappling no they're like punches to a takedown to an armbar like they're fucking they, they 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 move around like crazy um and they uh they scramble like crazy i know pantoja got the best of him last time i do think moreno kicks it out i think he's in his bag right now and i just think that i i see more ways for brandon to win than i see for pantoja huh? i do see though if pantoja wins i think he has to submit him you can't knock out moreno And he's not going to beat him in five rounds. He has to submit him.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, The way I kind of view this, I just think they're allowing Brandon Moreno to avenge his losses. You know, it's just kind of like, look, you're the champion now. You're not going to fight Figueroa anymore. Time to go back. Or it's time to start your lap of the division. And who better to start with than a guy that's beaten you once before? So, you know, it offers the possibility of a redemption story. So there's that storyline that you have going to the fight. You know, you also bring in the possibility of if Pantoja does, because he's shown he can beat him before, you know, you get the possibility of someone else holding the belt in the division, which is always good. You know, if champs are always rotating, then that means it's going to be very competitive. That's good. And then, like I said, you know, you're starting this guy's journey to just lap in the division. Like, he's – I personally think he's going to hold the belt for a while. Despite all the coaching changes, he's only continued to get better throughout his time in the UFC. Um, he's – not a one-dimensional fighter at all. He can beat you any which way necessary. Um, He just personally likes to do it on the feet just because he's a bad man. Uh, But, you know, it's a, it's a great co-main event.
0: A very good co-main event. But
1: there's a reason why it's not the main event.
0: That's a very good co-main event. Um, Yeah, like what you said, I think Brandon Moreno is just in his bag right now. Um, The only guy I thought that could have beaten him Kai Car France and he, Knocked him out, so just, I, think, I think it's going to be Brandon Moreno's for a little bit until Askarov maybe gets a little win streak going again. That liver kick on Kaikara France was brutal. Dude, I, I'm a big Kaikara France fan, dude. I like him a lot. It was sad to watch. Yeah, but just nothing is more demoralizing than watching a
1: guy land a clean liver kick. because Nothing's
0: more demoralizing than watching a guy drop 10 seconds after being hit.
1: Yeah, that this is also true. Uh, shout out Johnny Walker, by the way. Man's brain and Shane Burgos both are victims of this. Yeah. Um, but Ryan Garcia too. Yeah, I mean it happens, dude. Like it, it's got to be such a shitty feeling because like mentally you're There's still nothing in- you can do. It's not like a you control thing. Yeah, like mentally you're still in the fight. You're like I want to keep fighting, and your body is just like we're gonna okay. lay down.
0: Nah, you're good, man. <laughs> yeah, 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 you're good. You're good.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. like.
0: Like you, that's what i hate when people are like i hate when people are like yeah dude like he's so soft like he literally doesn't have control he, it's not it's he didn't quit in his brain his body stopped working yeah he can just be like no i'm fine stand up like it's like nope nope we're going down like yeah, it's
1: not even one of those where like oh like you got the wind knocked out of you it just hurts to breathe like you just need to stand up like his body literally folded under him
0: yeah and went into liver destroyed survival mode like fucking baby fetus yeah. like Yeah,
1: fetal position. You're back in the womb. Give him, give him a binky. Like, give him Uh,
0: a binky. wasn't there. Like, there was like no time left in the round, too. I think. I thought it was like towards like the middle or beginning. Let me. Four thirty-four in the third round. Damn, that makes me sad. I really fuck with Kai Car France, dude. Yeah,
1: I mean, he's gonna get a second chance anyway, because I mean, he's got a lot.
0: I don't think so, dude. I think he lost the fight again after that. Yeah, he did. He lost the fight after that. Talbazia, not that long ago, actually. Yeah. yeah, it sucks. I just uh, I like him a lot. But anyways, let's get to the reason why everyone's listening today. Our main event of the evening. UFC featherweight world championship between Alexander the Great Volkanovsky coming in at 25-2-0. His last fight was trying to unify both belts and become a two-time champion fighting Islam Mahakachev. And his uh, opponent is the interim featherweight world champion, Yair Rodriguez, coming in at 16-3-0. Yair was the co-main event on Volkanovski's last fight in which he dismantled Josh Emmett to become the UFC interim champion of the world. So I'm just going to cut the shit and get right to it. I think Volk's going to win a 4-1 to decision in a barn burner of a fight. I don't think Yair could beat him in the ones and twos. I think Yair can only knock him out, and nobody can knock out Volk. That's the way I feel on it. Um, I, I want to also just nip this in the butt before it gets brought up. MMA math doesn't exist. There's not – he beat Max, and Max beat him. Therefore, he's going to beat – no, that, that shit doesn't exist. That's not how that works, okay? that's That doesn't work like that. Yeah, Yair is a bad motherfucker. Like He's very fucking good. I'm pretty sure he's pretty young too. He's 30. He's not old. Can he beat Volk? No. Yes. No. Will he beat Volk? No shot. No shot. And then Max is going to baptize the Korean zombie. Then Max is going to fight Ilya. And the winner of Ilya and Max is going to fight Volk. And then Volk is going to go up and fight Islam. That's what I think is happen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I- I think Volk said it best in his interview today. He was like, the only way I'm gonna lose is a lucky a lucky strike. He goes, I just gotta get caught. He goes, that is the only way anyone's beating me. And to be honest, he's not wrong. Cause what it's he showed
0: monster. against Yeah. Yeah,
1: because what he showed against um Islam was probably the only thing where I was like, Oh, maybe a better wrestler can like Like, take it out, but, like, no one's wrestling is as good as
0: Islam's, and he did pretty fucking well against that, so. That was the high, that was the most high-skilled technical fight I've ever seen in my entire life. That is the
1: definition of elite. Yeah. When you you talk about elite MMA fighting, that's what that was. Every single facade of MMA, like, mixed martial arts was shown in that fight. Stand-up, clinch, ground and pound, submission. everything. Reversal, Cardio you know, counter-strike. Like, a- anything you could possibly think about, you could find one moment in that fight where they showed a glimpse of it. Like, it's how it is. But, obviously, things happen. Wrestling is a very, very hard thing to beat in, right now in the UFC. You know, it's literally... You either have to out-wrestle them, but you can't defensive wrestle beat anyone, like I've said before. It's just... It's how the rules are, you know. I'm not gonna complain about it because personally, I can't think of a better system. There, 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 just is no better system than what it is. Um,
0: don't like it? Stop it.
1: Yeah, literally. Um, but then again, good luck if a guy like fucking Marab just shoots on you 50 times in a fight, because then guess what? Even if you stop it, what are you gonna do? Yeah, nothing. Um, anywho, back to the fight hand. Look, I love Yair. What he did against Josh Emmett was beautiful. He's a world-class striker. You know, his kickboxing, his Muay Thai, everything is just perfect right now. He he is next in line, but just because you're next in line doesn't mean you're guaranteed a ticket. You're not punching your ticket, buddy. Sorry. Volk right now is leading the Polar Express, and unfortunately, they're not taking any more passengers. That's just how it is. I'm sorry. Um, by the way, I do think if you were to put all these guys on a train, bullet train style, Volk would probably murder all these fighters.
0: I think Rob. I think Rob would would win. Oh yeah, maybe.
1: Ooh, Jalen Turner probably has a good shot, actually.
0: Nah, Rob would body Jalen Turner.
1: I think Volk's like aussiness. I think Rob. I think Rob would allow himself to die just because he's that nice.
0: But yeah, how do you think it's gonna go though? How do you think the main event's gonna go?
1: I I like what you said, that four to one decision. Um, but you know what I think would be even more entertaining that would just absolutely skyrocket Volk's just legend legend status is if he baptized the There's
0: no way. I don't think he can.
1: I don't think he can, but I would like to see it. I could see I like a
0: finish people, dude.
1: I could just see and I'm not talking about a clean knockout like Kamar Uzman to um at all. I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking like a third, fourth round, you know, catches him with a fucking hook, drops Ayer, TKO's him. Like, I...
0: Volk doesn't finish people, dude. You can't sit here and talk about Bobby Knuckles not finishing people and try to say Volk does. Volk doesn't finish people. Yeah, 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 I know, but... I do <sighs> think it's going to be a good fight, though. They're both so fucking high level. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I... Uh. Let me let me let me go through Volk a little bit. Does he really have like absolutely no only finish that I can think of is Korean zombie and 2022? Yep. Um
1: decision, 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 decision. It's not even his fault though. like the guys he's fought against, like, dude, even go back. Let's go back to uh okay, let's go back to 2018, right? Decision versus Darren Elkins, KO Chad Mendez. KO Jeremy Kennedy, 2019. Decision against Max, almost impossible to put him away anyway. Decision against Jose Aldo, almost impossible to put him away. Decision against Max, almost impossible to put him away. Decision against Brian Ortega, where I don't know how the fuck he didn't tap out. I
0: don't know how he didn't die in that fight.
1: Yeah, um, but Brian Ortega, another guy really fucking hard to put away. 2022 Max again finally doesn't fight either the champ like or the number two guy fights screen zombie takes him out fought Islam decision lost and then now he fights yair dude I I think he could do it I think he could just do fought it. hammers bro just no, just like just hammers murder like just straight murderers and every time you don't give them the best of the best I'm not saying yair isn't the best of the best I'm just saying if you were to Put Max – like, look, if Max and Yair fought each other right now, Max is winning dog. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, there's a reason – there's a reason they didn't give Yair Max first because then they would have had no excuse not to make a fourth installment. They had to at least give another guy a shot. And I understand why they did it. They just they, – they have to find a ways. Max have, is
0: going to beat the Korean Zombie, and they're going to give Max Ilya. I'm telling you.
1: Yeah. But – uh, I'm sticking. I'm sticking with my original assumption. I think Matt. I think Volk is gonna. I think Max is gonna put away.
0: to um, put away Yair. Yeah.
1: Only because even in his last fight, Volk dropped Islam. What twice? Yeah. One. One was like really quick. Like he only fell to a knee for a little bit, but you know, you know, he's at it, dude. He's at his peak. Like he he's a dangerous man to step into an octagon uh,
0: He's the best motherfucker in the world right now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. When he's and he's fighting back at his natural weight class which No, he, I get signed like, to the UFC. Yes. Yes. And then folks to be like give me that motherfucker.
0: Folks like anybody but put the American Samurai, please. I have a family. <laughs>
1: Bring him to the Aussies. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fight him in the van down on that.
0: Yeah. yeah. Man. UFC 290, check it out. Prelims eight o'clock, main card 10 p.m. We will be live tweeting. Let us know what you think. Zach Watt's last words:
1: Um, wear sunscreen. If you got your hand blown off in a firework incident, good. I don't feel sorry for you, um, but I am happy that you celebrated the Fourth of July. Um, by the way, funny funny closing story. So. Um, if any of my people at work hear this, I'm 100% getting fired by the way. So we're just going to put that out there. Um, don't say names then don't say names. Yeah. We're not going to say names, but, um, I showed up to work yesterday and my friends are working cashier and he's like, it's 4th of July. And I'm like, it is 4th of July. And then he's like, he like shows me something in his pocket and I didn't like see it right away. So I was like, dude, I was like, do you have a firework on you? He's like, I do. (laughs) And I was like, Oh, I was like, let me see it. What is it? it's a fucking m80 it's it's one of those like if you don't know what an m80 is by the way it's a fucking grenade yeah. that's, like, passed off. It's just, boom. It, it doesn't it doesn't even like have a flashy firework it just fucking explodes yeah. um, it's just very loud uh very scary um do not keep near children there's a reason they ban these and it's because people die you don't lose you don't lose fingers you lose hands and limbs and shit like that anyway um it was a really long day we were like messing around um, with our boss and we kept like joking with her um, or we kept joking with them. When we were just like, like Oh, we're going to light it. We're going to light it. And then she, or, you know, they hit us with the, they hit us with the, I didn't see nothing. And we're like, Oh, okay. You didn't see nothing. All right. Like too much leeway for us. So right as we clock out, my, my friend was like, I'm going to do it. And I'm like, what are you going to do? He's like, I'm going to go light it. And I was like, all right. So we like clock out and we leave the building and I'm thinking, you know, he's going to go to the middle of the street, like light it, like do whatever. This man puts it right outside the front door and lights it and takes off in the other direction. And I just look down and I see a lit M80 at my feet. And I'm like, take off running down the street, like full sprint. And I turn around for a second. And then I'm like, I'm like, I think I'm a good distance away. This should be fine. It explodes. And I could not hear for two minutes and I didn't even react. I just immediately, like, it was one of those where like, you know, you fucked up. So I just immediately pivoted around and started walking home. I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to go back and like check anything. I'm just going to put my head down, walk away. The the best happened. Yeah. um, People were like turning on their lights in their apartment because they thought a gunshot went off. To be honest, a fucking grenade went off instead. So you're welcome. Um, Not something you expect. To happen at 11 o'clock at night, I mean, you expect fireworks to go off, but to hear an M80 go off in your ear, not a fun time. Um, So I will go into work tomorrow and see what happens about that. If we end up being back here on the pod, I'll keep you updated on if I'm fired or not. Um, I I do have two jobs right now, so I wouldn't be fucked per se. Although I would like to keep my two jobs because I like making a lot of money. Um, and by a lot of money, I mean just enough money for me to do whatever the hell I want, while also being poor enough to not go anywhere I want, if that makes sense. So, unfortunately, I can't fly down to um, Australia to thumb wrestle Vulcan in person, although that would be awesome. He'd probably find a way to rip my thumb off. He,
0: he is a thumb. He would kill you.
1: He's like, yeah, you want to thumb wrestle? He just locks me in the cage. He goes, I am a thumb.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he just grabs your arms. Fucking-
1: yeah. He just he, he like he like removes his mask and he's like a thumb person from Spike. I
0: like hit. I'm just like, no wonder you can't be knocked out.
1: I'm like you're a fucking thumb, dude. Oh, that's awesome.
0: That's ah. UFC 290, check it out this Saturday. Hot stove.